Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. We're going to be continuing our studies in St. Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians in chapter 2. If you had to learn just one or two chapters of the Bible to get a really good start, not a complete picture, but a really good start in understanding biblical prophecy, it would be 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, which we've already covered in these broadcasts, and then 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I'm going to entitle our time together today, the second Advent season. I'd asked a question, what is the Advent season? And perhaps one of our not-too-well-catechized young people would say, oh, I know, that's those um, four Sundays before Christmas. Each Sunday they light one more candle to let you know how many shopping days are left until Christmas. No, that's not quite it. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, section 524, says this, When the Church celebrates the liturgy of Advent each year, she makes present this ancient expectancy of the Messiah, for by sharing in the long preparation for the Savior's first coming, the faithful renew their ardent desire for his second coming. So, the Advent season each year, year has two comings of Christ that we need to focus on. His first coming, his first advent, his second coming, his second advent. And what I want to do now, and this is going to sound complicated, it's only going to take two minutes, is use three languages. And it's really not, it's not going to be bad, believe me, but I want to take three languages, pull them together, and show how advent, the second advent, relates to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay, here we go. The English word advent comes from the Latin word adventus. So that's not hard. It's easy to see. Adventus is the Latin word from which we get the English word advent. But where did adventus come from? Well, it came from the Greek New Testament. So here's your three dominoes. You first have the Greek New Testament, then you have the Latin translation of the Greek New Testament, and then finally you have your English Bible. So we're going to skip back and say, okay, Advent comes from Adventus, but where does Adventus come from? It comes from the Greek word parousia, P-A-R-O-U-S-I-A. And It's kind of a technical term that students of biblical prophecy may use quite frequently. And right at the beginning of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, that word parousia is used. When St. Paul writes 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 1, now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our assembling to meet him. This is the second advent concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the parousia of our Lord Jesus Christ. But when it came to translating 
the Bible into Latin, what word, what Latin word did they use in 2 Thessalonians verse 1? Adventus. So you see, Advent is staring you in the face here in 2 Thessalonians. And just in case you missed it in verse 1, it's repeated in verse 8, where St. Paul writes, and the lawless one, that's the Antichrist, which we've been talking about, will be revealed, and the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by his appearing and his coming, parousia, adventus. That's the second advent. So please don't ever go through another advent season just kind of in the fog or it's just about Christmas. No, it's about both the first advent and the second advent. And 2 Thessalonians is talking about those two advents. Now, here's a point that I'd like to underscore. St. Paul, as I've mentioned, was only in Thessalonica for at most a few weeks before persecution broke out and he was run out of town. And his job was to catechize brand new believers. And in that brief period of time, at most a few weeks, he believed it was necessary to catechize these new believers in eschatology, about the advent, about the parousia, about the second coming of Christ, and in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 5, he warned them about the coming of the Antichrist before the second coming. Verse 5 says, don't you remember that when I was still with you, I told you this? How many of us, if we were given, say, two, maybe three weeks to instruct people with absolutely no background in the Catholic faith, would regard teaching eschatology, the end times, and warning about the rise of the Antichrist before the Second Advent as something essential to teach? I'll take it a step further. How many young people who have been through years of Catholic schooling or CCD or Catholic homeschooling or a Catholic youth group could really tell you more than a sentence about eschatology, about biblical prophecy, about what St. Paul teaches about in First and Second Thessalonians, about what he warns about the Antichrist? How many of our young people would know this? After years, I dare say the percentage I could count on one hand versus St. Paul made this an essential part of what he was teaching. Listen to St. Cyril, who's a doctor of the church from the fourth century, a saint and doctor of the church. This is from his catechetical lectures, and the Catholic Encyclopedia says these lectures are among the most precious remains of Christian antiquity. Okay, this is a saint and doctor of the early church who is now catechizing, and this is what he says. Guard thyself, O man. Thou hast the signs of the Antichrist, and remember them not only thyself, but impart them also freely to all. If thou has a child, parents, listen up. If thou has a child according to the flesh, 
admonish him of this now. If thou hast begotten one through catechizing, if you're a CCD instructor, Catholic school instructor, a youth leader, if you have begotten one through catechizing, put him also on his guard, lest he receive the false one as the true. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. That's from 2 Thessalonians 2. Let us be on our guard. You see, there's something that's going to happen before the second advent. It says in verse 9 of 2 Thessalonians 2, the coming of the lawless one by the activity of Satan. Now, the lawless one is the Antichrist. It says the coming of the lawless one. That word there in Greek is parousia. That word in Latin is adventus. So you see, there is going to be a false advent. There's going to be a false coming of the Messiah. There's going to be a counterfeit appear before the true. Therefore, be on your guard and teach your children this. And yet, I really don't think we are instructing eschatology within our families, within our Catholic schooling systems, nearly to the degree that St. Cyril or the Apostle Paul would recommend. And yet, there's a great thirst among young people for this. The Trinity Broadcasting Network, a Protestant TV network, is trying to reach young adults. So they started a channel just for 25 to 45-year-olds. And guess what? Uh, the most popular show is taught by a 75-year-old Bible prophecy teacher. And then there's another prophecy teacher, Protestant one named Hughes, who has a 10-minute prophecy broadcast. 42% of his viewers are aged 13 to 17. So you see the thirst is there. It's being filled with people who maybe don't have the background in what the apostles, the early church, and the catechism would teach about these things. So why don't we talk more about eschatology, especially why don't we hear much about the Antichrist? We don't even really hear whisperings about the Antichrist. Well, I dare say it has something to do with an embarrassment. I can remember when I was talking to a priest asking for some spiritual direction regarding what to do with Catholic radio, and I was interested in Bible prophecy, but I was almost embarrassed to bring it up. And I don't know why that is, but I think it's leading to a deadly, terrible, threatening silence. I think we all, including yours truly, need to follow in the footsteps of His Holiness St. John Paul II. When he was a bishop, he was asked to preach a Lenten retreat to the Pope and the cardinals in the Vatican Curia. Can you imagine, you know, a little bit of uh, anxiety for that? And here he goes. We may now be wondering if this is the last lap which started around the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. To those of us who know the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, we accept with trepidation but also trust the inspired words of the Apostle Paul, let no one deceive you in any way, because first it is necessary for the rebellion, the apostasy to come, and for the man of sin, the son of perdition, to reveal himself. Quoting 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3, preaching to the Pope and the cardinals in the Vatican. 
He says, when the devil says in the third chapter of Genesis, your eyes will be open, you'll become like God. This is what the Antichrist is going to do. He's going to self-deify himself. He says, the full range of temptation of mankind reaches its extreme form as we see it today. The first stage of temptation, Genesis 3, had not been fully formulated, but the time has now come. This aspect of the devil's temptation has found the historical context that suits it, unquote. What is he saying? Is that the cultural, the philosophical, the abandonment of Christianity in former Christian lands has created such an environment that what the devil was able to do provisionally in Genesis 3, by provisionally, I mean, he didn't take it to its full extent. Yes, he he pulled Adam and Eve into original sin, but now we're reaching not only being like God, but we actually, mankind will worship themselves as God and worship the Antichrist as God. He says, John Paul II, the perspectives in the third chapter of Genesis, which are now becoming more understandable, not so much in their original expression as in the light of the signs of our times. John Paul II was not shy about saying, we're wondering if this is the last lap. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 32 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.